forward, we will be doing this sa ating mga leaders training that we can have a communion at the end of the session. So tonight is the end of the session ng ating leaders training. And di ko na po pakakahabaan. Alam kong maraming isi-share sa atin ngayong gabi si Pastor Bong. Let's all welcome him and really we thank you Pastor Bong for doing such a great job sa amin po. We are learning a lot. Palakpakan natin si Pastor Bong Bailon. Purihin ang Panginoon. Okay. Uh, praise the Lord. Uh, it's it's good na we can all uh, you know celebrate yung uh, Lord's Supper na kahit na nasa iba't ibang lugar tayo. No? Uh, what a wonderful ano, uh, thing. No? Uh, no, nakalimit lang sa four walls of a church building pero ngayon wala nang walls. Eh, diba? So praise be to God. Well, okay po bang ba sound ko so far? Can you hear me? Naririnig naman po ako, no? Mm -hmm. um, Malinaw po, Pastor. Okay, sige. Maraming salamat kasi hindi ko alam eh, kung naririnig <laughs> ninyo ako. So, uh, tonight, ang uh, nais kong uh, uh, talakayin o i-share sa inyo, uh, siguro maganda if I can be spotlighted so that uh, mas makita kasi medyo maliit yung uh yung yung camera ko dito sa screen i was wondering if it's possible na uh yung sa tech natin if they can spotlight uh my camera naka spotlight okay. na po kaya pastor bong all right sige maraming salamat thank you uh, okay so uh ang gusto kong i-share uh tonight ay tungkol sa lifestyle of uh spirit led uh, leaders um you know, years ago, nagkaroon ako ng opportunity na maka-attend sa isang online uh, seminar ng isang tao na talagang hinahangaan ko. At uh, ito ay walang iba kundi si Dallas Willard. Uh, he was still alive at that time. And just a few, siguro mga months lang yata, eventually died kasi may sakit siya. He had cancer. Pero that was the last seminar na kinundak niya at kasama niya si John Ortberg dun sa seminar na yun. And as he was being introduced by uh, John Ortberg as the main speaker, uh, isa sa mga sinabi ni, ano, ni um, John Ortberg that was really quite, uh, sabihin, sabihin natin na parang striking about this man, Dallas Willard. Sabi ni, da, ni John Ortberg na, I, I'd love to be in this man's time zone. Sabi niya ganun. I'd love to be in this man's time zone. And he began to explain what that meant. Uh, si Dallas Willard daw was the kind of person na parang iba yung kanyang time ano yung time orientation ano hindi katulad ng ibang mga leaders na napaka busy and and so forth and one particular example na sinabi ni John Ortberg do sa kanyang pag-introduce pag si John Ortberg ay pag si Dallas Willard daw ay kausap ka Parang ikaw lang talaga yung tao sa buong mundo na kausap niya. Parang kahit na mag-ring yung telepono o naman, parang he doesn't allow anything to uh, to distract him. no uh, Doon sa full attention niya, doon sa taong kausap niya. Uh, there were many other things na sinabi ni, ano, ni John Ortberg about Dallas Willard. And through the years nga, uh, I've discovered na Dallas Willard was able to or at least he was trying to, no? Uh, I'm sure meron pa rin naman siyang mga faults and defects, just like all of us. Pero he was trying to follow or imitate uh, the way of his master at kaya walang iba kundi si Jesus Christ. 
And uh, one time he was uh, interviewed, ano, si Dallas Wheeler. Sabi niya, bakit ba medyo mabagal ka? Kasi si Dallas Wheeler medyo mabagal daw kumilos. Sabi nung nag-interview sa kanya, bakit medyo mabagal ba kayo? And um, sabi niya, well, I'm trying to uh, follow the example of Jesus. And so sabi nung nagtatanong sa kanya, so what do you mean? Ano bang merong karakteristik si Jesus na parang uh, you know, you're trying to follow, no? na gusto mong ma-imitate? Well, sabi ni Dallas Willard, one thing na nakikita niya kay Jesus uh, sa Gospels you know, is that he was not a hurried person. Hindi siya nagmamadali, hindi siya parang may hinahabol, you know, parang may appointment palagi. He was a person who knew Uh, when was the right time for whatever it is that he had to do and he listened to his heavenly father no so there are, there are many examples of that in the gospels and um, that kind of uh, yung lifestyle na hindi nag hindi hurried din nagmamadali is what i would call the lifestyle of a spirit led leader now by this i don't mean to say na parang uh, you know uh, kasi pag sinabi nating spirit-led or spirit-filled. Of course, naiisip natin yung mga signs and wonders. Well, kasama na yun, but that's not really the, the thing that I want to talk about uh, tonight. Instead, I want to talk about the kind of uh, lifestyle that puts you ika nga dun sa place of grace kung saan the Lord can manifest His power and yes, kasama ang signs and wonders doon, but it has to do with living your life in a certain way. No, and um, that's what I want to share with you tonight. So let us pray and uh, ask God not, uh, to just uh, speak to us and guide us dito sa ating pag-uusapan because I, I, do, I do believe na lahat tayo, we all need to orient yung sarili natin uh, to the kind of lifestyle that glorifies the Lord at hindi yung lifestyle that might be impressive sa mga tao sa mundo. It's a lifestyle that puts God right at the center at uh, we are being led rather than parang inihila natin si Lord. We are being led by the Spirit of God. So let us pray at uh, hingin natin ang tulong ng ating Panginoon dito sa topic na ito. Lord, um, we know, Father, na you desire for us to live our lives uh, not as the, like those in the world, Panginoon, who are trying to make a, a name for themselves. Instead, you want us to become uh, the kind of servants, O Lord God, that really keeps in step with the Spirit uh, sa araw-araw namin buhay. So Lord, uh, help me and help all of us uh, para marinig namin ang sinasabi mo sa amin right now. And teach us, O Lord, to, kung kinakailangan, to rearrange and reorient yung buhay namin so that we may be Spirit-led uh, rather than uh, you know, led by, by ourselves or by our own desires. Tulungan niyo po kami, Panginoon. Help us, Lord, dito sa journey na ito. In Jesus' name, uh, amen and amen. All right, so uh, uh, I want to uh, read this passage, uh, which I believe, you know, katulad din naman ng iba na ating mga sessions, uh, you know, whenever I talk to leaders, eh, tas nagkukota ko ng passage. Alam ko, karamihan sa mga leaders parang sabihin nila, ah, nabasa ko na yan, alam ko na yan. So let's uh, revisit itong passage na to, which I'm sure familiar na kayo. Ephesians 5, uh, 15 to 20. Sabi dito, be very careful then how you live. So Paul is now applying yung, yung reality ng gospel ngayon sa practical na aspekto ng buhay. So sabi niya, be very careful. Not just careful, but very careful then how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise. Making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Okay? And then he continued, sabi niya, therefore do not be foolish. 
but understand what the Lord's will is. And then he went on, sabi niya sa verse 18, do not get drunk on wine which leads to debauchery. No? Parang nosebleed yung salitang debauchery. No? Instead, be filled with the Spirit, uh, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Um, sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord uh, Jesus Christ. You know, tamang-tama, narinig ko si uh, PH kanina kumakanta. Parang mala angel pala yung boses ni PH, ano, nung kumakanta siya. <laughs> okay. So, uh, well, from this passage, which is of course, you know, uh, pag tinignan natin to ng passage na to, uh, it is only right for us to say na this is applied to all Christians actually, not just to leaders. And uh, I believe it's important na ma-recognize natin bilang mga leader, bilang mga pastor, na we are not parang parang uh, special na para okay hindi applicable sa atin yung mga normal na you know na commands in the scripture about how we are to live no all the more bilang mga mga leaders ano masigit na parang applicable sa atin to so um i want to uh, just uh, talk about three truths about uh, your leadership uh, lifestyle my leadership lifestyle na ga- galing dito sa passage na to uh, first of all kailangan natin i you know ma-recognize na yung lifestyle natin our lifestyle is really our choice no your lifestyle is your choice uh, sabi ni ano ni uh, ni Paul iba be very careful so this is uh, an important reminder na the christian life is not to be taken lightly na hindi lang tayo basta parang sabihin natin na oh I live by grace and yet uh, you know nakakalimutan natin yung part natin doon sa equation na yon we are sabi ni Paul we are to be really very careful uh, how we live it is through our bodies that we actually live and it is through our bodies that we express yung ating faith so be careful how you live I mean not as unwise but as wise and then making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Now, what this passage is saying, I believe, is that uh, kailangan magkaroon tayo ng intentional choice sa uh, ano ba yung lifestyle na uh, magiging karakteristik ng buhay natin. Because, uh, you know, let us be aware na merong mga patterns o paraan of living life that we see all around us. And sometimes that becomes, uh, you know, yung pattern na sinusunod natin. And we are aware of that. Yung mga tao sa mundong ito, trying to get ahead, trying to make a name for themselves, trying to prove na magaling sila, okay sila, trying to uh, impress people, you know. So we live in the world na meron kang choice. At dapat bilang isang leader, uh, we must understand na yung lifestyle natin cannot be left uh, uh, ika nga parang auto- automated hindi automated ang ating lifestyle we have to make the choices so we have to say you know yes or no so to certain things na kailangan natin piliin no hindi tayo pwedeng parang uh, sige lang ng sige and if we are not uh, tawag dito if we are not uh, aware of it pwede tayong madala ng ano ng ng agos ng ano ng sistema ng mundo you know and so we can miss actually yung sinasabi ni uh, Paul you know making the most of every opportunity we are to pay attention to what God is doing and what he's uh, uh, t- uh, leading us to so kinakailangan po na magkaroon tayo ng active choice dito 
and we cannot just simply follow what everybody else uh, is doing, you know, and we must, uh, you know, find our own uh, compass, you know, uh, through the leadership of the Holy Spirit sa buhay natin. Now, pangalawa na I'd like to just share is that your lifestyle requires discernment. Kailangan ng discernment ang buhay ng isang leader. Uh, sa totoo lang, there, there are many things that we can do sa mundong ito. Not necessarily yung, ano, yung masasama. Hopefully, by the time na maging leader tayo, parang uh, malinaw na sana sa atin yung you know, good and bad. Ano? Ibig sabihin, hindi na tayo nag-i-struggle na uh, ito ba ay ano, uh, good o ito ba ay evil. Kasi kung dyan pa lang tayo, na-stumble na tayo dyan, no? nahihirapan na tayo to discern kung ano yung tama at mali. Uh, that means we may not yet be ready no, for leadership. Usually, people who are in leadership, medyo na-resolve na nila yung mga bagay na yun. At basically, ang discernment na nila is nasa level na of what is good, better, and best. Hindi na yung doon sa good and evil, you know? But rather, ano ba yung mas better pa at ano ba yung mas best pa? Sabi ni Paul, therefore, do not be foolish but understand what the Lord's will is. Now, notice nyo yung word na ginamit ni Paul dito, understand. Uh, he did not just simply say na no because sometimes we assume that we know but we don't really fully understand. Ibig sabihin nito, the Lord wants us to... Um, to live by faith and uh, ano ba ibig sabihin ng to live by faith well, well una sa lahat you know we that we are actually believe na yung version ni Lord ng katotohanan is the 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 good version ikaw nga the right version god is good so pag mayroon siyang sinasabi sa atin you know it's very important na we recognize that that is good kasi minsan we struggle just by you know trusting na maganda ba yung sinasabi ng panginoon ano so Living by faith means trusting that God is good and also trusting in His power to enable me to choose that which is good and also to believe that even if I fail along the way, that He will never leave me nor forsake me. So I live in that kind of trust relationship kung saan I, I, I try to understand ano ba yung will ng Panginoon sa akin. Now, I have two grown-up uh, sons. Ano? Ako po ay may dalawang anak na mga binata na. Okay? So, medyo may edad na rin po tayo. Okay? I'm 61 years old and I have two grown-up sons. And uh, one of the things na talagang pinangarap ko when they were growing up was to teach them, ika nga, the way of wisdom. Kasi ang alam ko naman na I will not be there by their side forever. No? Uh, they will grow up and they will become their own uh, person and they will live their own life. They will get married, etc. So the only thing na ma- ano ko sa kanila, maituturo ko sa kanila would be how to make choices na based sa, sa, ika nga, sa kalooban ng Panginoon rather than simply parang obeying my rules. I do believe na ang kalooban ng Panginoon sa atin is to become mature. Not so much yung tanong tayo ng tanong na, Lord, ano bang gagawin ko? Can you imagine, kunyari, yung anak ko right now, uh, ano na siya, 20, ano, late 20s na siya, no? malapit na mag-30, uh, and that's why nagpe-pray na ako, Lord, sana mag-asawa na. So anyway, that's another story. <laughs> so yung, ano, yung, uh, yung uh, anak ko, I don't want him to be able, to, I don't want him to reach adulthood and just always ask me na, Uh, Daddy, ano bang gagawin ko? Pupunta ba ako sa ganito? I want him to be able to you know, maturely uh, ika nga decide kung ano yung talagang mabuti no? na he believes is pleasing to God. Now, in the same way, 
That's what Paul is saying dito. Uh, as leaders, we must uh, learn to discern. At hindi yung parang uh, hinihintay natin ng Panginoon na mag-decide sila. So, decide para sa atin. Uh, I was talking uh, with a young person. Sabi ko, ikaw ba? Ano, gusto mo bang mag-serve sa Panginoon? Ang sagot niya sa akin, classic, sabi niya, kung gusto ni Lord. Eh, sabi ko sa kanya, ikaw, gusto mo ba? <laughs> inihintay nila, inihintay minsan ng mga tao na si Lord ang mag-decide para sa kanila. Rather than, you know, learning to develop yung heart na yun na nauunawaan natin what is pleasing to God. And so, each and every day sa buhay natin, we have to learn how to discern. Ano ba yung mga bagay na hindi lang yung, you know, hindi, hindi yung good and bad lang. So, hopefully, na-resolve na yung alam natin what is good. Pero yung Minsan may mga good choices, pero which one is the better choice? And which one is the best choice? As leaders, we have to live by a different kind of ano, ikang, uh, uh, mindset. Hindi lang yung parang, you know, bawal ba yan o allowed ba yan sa buhay kristyano. Hindi, it's more like, an- ano ba yung best for me? No? Like, for example, when it comes to, uh, you know, sa klase ng mga entertainment o naman yung gagawin ko, I have to discern, you know, are, are these things going to help me to grow in my relationship with God? Will this help me to become more effective as a follower of Christ? It may not be bad, for example, yung masama, you know, but actually it's not the best thing for me. That's I use. That's how I usually answer people. Na minsan nagtatanong sa akin, Pastor, but hindi ka hindi ka sumasama sa ganito. Bawal ba yan sa relihiyon nyo? <laughs> Ewan ko siguro nakarinig na kayo ng ganyang mga expression. Bawal ba yan sa relihiyon nyo? Hindi, hindi, hindi question ng bawal yun. It is not the best thing for me. It is not, it may, it may not be evil per se, but it's not the best thing sa what I believe God wants me to do and how He wants me to live my life. So, again, You know, itong lifestyle kailangan ng discernment, no? And then also, ang lifestyle ng isang leader should be spirit-led habits, okay? In other words, these are ka- kinds of things that uh, you you become uh, that becomes part of your um, body, you know, uh, uh, instinct, iganga, no? Now you develop those certain habits in your life over time. Now, sabi ni Paul, ganito, he mentioned several things. Sabi niya, do not get drunk on wine, uh, which leads to debauchery. Uh, ano ba yung debauchery? It's a waste, you know? Parang katulad ng ginamit yung salita niyan sa parable of the prodigal son. You know, debauchery means uh, wasting the opportunity, wasting your life. So sabi niya, huwag kang, ano dyan, huwag kang mamuhay na, na you lose yung self-control and discipline sa buhay mo. And he mentions, of course, yung wine. And uh, it doesn't mean na parang, of course, parang magde-debate tayo, pwede bang uminom, pwede bang... No, it's all about choosing the kind of life kung saan may freedom ka to uh, really choose the best that God wants for you a servant of God. So, sabi niya, instead be filled with the Spirit. And of course, I'm sure narinig niyo na yung teaching that this is an ongoing kind of uh, uh, imperative, no? a kind of verb na parang you know, be continually filled. No? And then sabi niya, he adds uh, several participles, you know, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. In other words, let your, let your language be transformed. Let, let the way you speak uh, sa mga tao o sa saan man lugar, you know, let, it, let it be you know, parang informed by the word of God and by the, by the will of God. 
No? And then sabi niya, sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. Now, let your heart be in tune with God's presence you know? and to be continually aware no? sa kanyang um, mga sinasabi o turo-turo sa iyo. No? Uh, being self-aware is a habit na hindi very common sa mga leaders nowadays. In fact, ang problema sa maraming leaders today is that they are so busy that minsan they do not uh, hear God. Lalong-lalo na kapag meron silang mga emotional, you know, uh, significant emotional experiences. I believe na during such times, yun yung mga time na dapat nakikinig tayo. You know, uh, siguro kilala nyo naman si Peter, di ba? Si Peter is one character na talagang masyadong impulsive. And uh, after niya, ano, after niya mag-deny kay Lord three times, you know, uh, nasa lowest point siya ng buhay niya, he went back to fishing. And, uh, na-encounter niya si Lord, you know, in a very special uh, nga, breakfast meeting sila, no, doon sa, sa beach. But he was so, ano, parang ano siya, aligaga siya and he could not pay attention to what the Lord was really saying to him na kinakailangan tatlong beses pa siyang tanongin, do you love me? Do you love me? You know? uh, in other words, uh, sometimes tayo, pag uh, nag-go through tayo ng mga, you know, pagsubok sa buhay, these are the times that we must really listen and pay attention. So yung habit of uh, uh, having that listening ear sa Panginoon so that we can be led, you know, by the Spirit of God ay kinakailangan natin i-develop. So always giving thanks to God, the Father, for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So what Paul is describing dito sa passage na to are habits, spirit-led habits na dapat dinidevelop natin over time sa buhay natin. Now, Having said that, I'd like to just uh, ano, say uh, right at the onset na ang spirit-led leaders okay, are both active and contempt- contemplative. Yan ang karakteristik ng lifestyle ng mga you know, spirit-led leaders. Active sila pero they never fail to be on a contemplative mood at all times. Always listening, always paying attention. If you remember, see Jesus, you know, uh, he would always say sa Gospels, you know, na lahat daw ng sinasabi niya, iginagawa niya, is according to how his father wants him to say or do things. I believe na yan din ang dapat maging goal ng mga spirit-led leaders, that we are so in tune with the, the Spirit of God that we do not go ahead of what God wants us to say or wants us to do, but rather that we that we listen, we pay attention. Again, going back dito kay Dallas Wheeler, there was one time na uh, merong isang, uh, isang university professor na nagsishare ng observations niya about uh, uh, Dallas Willard. Pag nagsasalita daw si Dallas Willard, there are times na minsan titigil siya, magpo-pause siya, pipikit siya. You know, and they are wondering yung mga tao, ito ano bang ginagawa ni Dallas Willard, bakit siya pumipikit, but para. And then may konti, pagdilat niya medyo umiiyak na siya. So nagugulat sila baka may nangyari na kay Dallas Willard. But because Dallas Willard didn't want to say anything that his heavenly father doesn't want him to say. So he's trying to develop yung ganong attitude. Ako, I want to, to, to know that. Uh, unfortunately, minsan meron akong weakness. Eh. Ewan ko kung may pareho sa akin dito. No? Uh, madaldal kasi ako. Eh. Anybody here na madaldal? You know, kasi mga preacher madaldal. Eh. You know, meron ba ritong, ano, okay. So pag, pag may ka wala. uh, Walang madaldal. Ako lang wala. mamadaldal dito. Okay, so. Tayong dalawa na. Isa po nagsasalita ako, yung yung wife ko, no, uh, bless her heart kasi siya yung parang ano ko, you know, parang taga taga control sa akin. Sometimes she would give me the look. Alam niyo ba yung the look ng mga wife? 'Di ba mga wife may the look 'yan, you know? 
yung parang tititiga ka na para oops, alam mo na meron kong ginagawang hindi tama. So they would give you the look. So my wife sometimes would give me the look na parang ibig niya sabihin, o tumahimik ka naman. You know? Hayaan mo naman yung ibang tao magsalita. Okay? So I have to be reminded all the time not to be so talkative. So anyway, my point lang is that spirit-led leaders, effective spirit-led leaders, active sila pero they don't go ahead of God They remain on a contemplative mood. They listen. They pay attention. At kung necessary, kung hindi nila mapakinggan ng Panginoon, they would pause and they would stop and they would just be in a, you know, they would siguro have a silence and solitude until they can get back to a listening uh, mode sa puso nila. So now, I want to talk about five priorities. Kasi alam nyo, sa totoo lang, there are many things that we leaders can you know, double in, uh, ika nga, marami tayong pwedeng gawin. Uh, and uh, I was talking with a uh, friend of mine who was a pastor na, you know, um, kasi the reason why I talked with him was because medyo merong sinasabi sa akin yung, ano, yung, yung uh, wife niya na sabi, pwede bang kausapin mo tong, ano, tong kaibigan mong pastor kasi parang wala nang ginawa kundi mag-mission. <laughs> so I was talking to him para lang matulungan ko siya to, to, to know na may kailangan siyang magkaroon ng priorities. And uh, the first thing na sabi ko, oh, kamusta na pastor? Mabata, naglita niya na po mga kapatid. Sabi niya, grabe nga, galing ako sa Mindoro. Tapos galing ako sa Batangas. Tapos galing ako sa Iloilo. Tapos galing ako sa Palawa. Tapos galing ako... Sabi ko, wala ka bang pahinga? Hindi ka ba nanatili sa isang lugar? Sabi niya, hindi. Kasi alam mo naman, malapit na ang end of the world eh. Saka maraming tao ang diba, pupunta sa impyerno. Sabi ko, eh, totoo naman, lagi namang ganyan niya. Lagi namang mayroong mga tao pupunta sa impyerno. Pero sabi ko, Uh, kapatid, baka naman kailangan magbigay ka din ng oras sa, sa pamilya mo, you know, and sa mga anak mo, lumalaki na sila, na mimiss mo na sila, you know, di ba? Hindi mo na sila binibigyan ng, ano, ng, ng uh, quality time. And he, you know, he paused and sabi niya, eh, kasi baka, ano, eh, ma-miss out ko yung, ano, eh, yung mga opportunities na binibigay ni Lord. Eh. Sabi ko, I believe hindi mo naman ma-miss out yan. You've got to have priorities in your life. Kasi hindi ka naman tinawag ng Panginoon na Messiah. Eh, no? Sabi ko, yung mga taong isip nila sila ay Messiah, yan yung mga taong Messiah. Di ba? Messiah yan. Eh. So, hindi, hindi, hindi ka Messiah, Messiah. Okay? Kasi hindi naman ikaw ang Savior of the world. Eh, okay? So anyway, gusto ko i-share itong uh, five priorities sa inyo because I believe na ang mga spirit-led leaders should prioritize. Hindi lahat kailangan gawin at hindi kailangan pwedeng gawin. So ano yung mga dapat na parang kailangan bigyan ko ng, ng panahon at bigyan ko ng atensyon? Well, first and foremost, pinag-usapan na natin to, And that is of course practice personal soul care. You know, yung abiding in Christ, yung relationship ko with the Lord, yung uh, ability ko to discern His voice. Hindi pwedeng ma-crowd out yan kahit even with ministry. Hindi pwedeng yung, yung, even yung ministry ay maging substitute dun sa relationship ko with God. I need to walk with my Savior. I need to hear His voice. At uh, kinakailangan na I would pace myself in such a way na hindi ako parang alam mo yung parang dominante, narinig niya ba yung parang dominante niya, you know, na hindi ko na naririnig si Lord. I want to be able to hear His voice sa buhay ko, in my heart, in my spirit, and and to to be guided by His, uh, ika nga, His leadership sa buhay ko. So that's very important. Hindi na natin pag-uusapan masyad yan, but I'd like to just mention that again kasi yun ang mga napag-usapan natin in the previous session. Now, there are four other priorities. No? 
una, pangalawa is pursue life-giving relationships. Okay? Pursue life-giving relationships. Uh, pangatlo is proclaim the gospel. And pangapat is produce faithful disciples and leaders. And then panlima is provide spiritual direction. Now, lahat tayo, pare-pareho lang naman tayong may 24 hours a day. I don't think meron sa inyo sobra sa 24 hours. Wish nyo lang, di ba? Na meron kayo more than 24 hours. Pero lahat tayo, we operate with the same number of hours each day. At uh, iba-iba ang ano natin, ang uh, limitasyon ng ano natin, ng ating uh, enerhiya, ng ating pangangatawan. Those who are younger, they can stay up late and do more. Uh, yung mga taong tulad ko na medyo chronologically challenged na, okay? Hindi uh, na katulad ng dati, di ba? Uh, nung bata-bata tayo, di ba? Kahit magpuyat-puyat, okay lang. Pero ngayon, actually, to be, to be honest, okay, magalala. Pero I prepared naman for this. Pero usually, 9 o'clock na pipikit-pikit na ako, eh, PH. Eh. Pero by <laughs> the grace of God, gising pa naman ako right now. Okay, magalala. Hindi ako matutulog. Pero uh, we all have our limitations. So these five things are the things that I need to prioritize sa buhay ko uh, and to make sure that I do not neglect them. So you know, just very briefly, I would just like to cover each one, you know. Yung pursue life-giving relationships. Napakahalaga si isang leader ito. Okay? Sabi sa Ephesians 4, 14 to 16, uh, Then we will no longer be infants, tossed back and forth by the waves, and blown here and there by every wind of teaching, and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. So sabi ni Paul, dapat hindi tayo ganito, no? Na parang na, na to toss back and forth daw tayo, naaalon-alon lang tayo ng mga uh, bagay-bagay, you know? Instead, we need to have our firm uh, foundation sa buhay natin. Now, he says, sabi niya, instead, para magkaroon tayo ng stability, instead, sabi niya, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of Him who is the head, that is Christ, from him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and built itself up in love as each part does its work. Now, here's something that I've realized among maraming leaders. No? Maraming leaders magaling, magturo about the importance of being in a small group, ganyan-ganyan. Pero misan yung mga leaders themselves wala sa small group. You know? Mismo yung mga leaders ayaw nilang mapunta doon sa mga, uh, mga, you know, the kind of relationships na merong transparency, na merong honesty. In fact, ito yung, I, I would confess, and, and, and wala naman akong, I hope wala dito yung mga pasto na inimbita ko, pero baka baka nandito sila. <laughs> I'm not referring to them. I'm referring to, you know, some other people, okay? Minsan kasi nag-gather kami ng mga, you know, fellow pastors sa isang parang fellowship, you know. At uh, tinanong ko sila, you know, sabi ko, oh, so kamusta na kayo, you know? And how can we pray for one another? Isa-isa sila, pare-parehong sagot nila. Ako, okay naman, you know, God is good, you know. Uh, sabi naman isa, you know, through Christ I can do all things, you know. Sabi naman isa, you know, in the Lord there is victory. Walang nagsasabi ng kahit anong negative. Lahat sila, positive sila, you know. So pagdating sa akin, sabi ko, well, uh, right now, medyo nag struggle ako sa timbang ko, kaya medyo uh, overweight ako ngayon. Saka, you know, kay, walang gusto among the leaders to be honest, to be transparent, to allow other people to see their own souls and their own hearts. Alam nyo, I believe one of the reasons why may mga leaders na nagpo-fall is because they are not surrounded by friends who can speak the truth in love sa kanila. 
you know sila yung mga tipong untouchable you know lalo na kapag medyo nagiging uh, ano, ano tawag diyan sikat you know yung parang sikat chupoy you know parang nagiging sikat ka na you know parang uh, marami ka nang narating marami ka nang na, na, nagagawa sa ministry so parang untouchable ka na you know and when somebody tells you na oh pastor medyo parang yung salita mo dun sa kapatiran medyo parang malakas ang dating ha? you know pero sasabihin mo ngayon sa tao nagsalita sa you know how dare you speak to me like that you know touch na the anointed one you know so parang ay take mo na parang may problema ka dun sa ganung klasing attitude you know you you as as leaders we must be humble enough to uh, ikanga to confess our sins kung kinakailangan or to receive rebuke okay kung kinakailangan We need to be in life-giving relationships. Now, of course, number one, just a family. Natin. My wife, for example, you know, isang napakahalagang masasabi uh, ko na parte ng buhay ko is, is my wife, you know, because my wife, as a leader, talagang hindi uso sa kanya yung pasturbong pasturbong dyan, you know. Hindi, hindi uso yung mga, you know, kahit natawagin ka pa ibang mga tao na, you know reverend or doctor bong you know sa wife ko walang mga doctor doctor you know parang simple <laughs> sasabihin sa akin ng wife ko na alam mo yung attitude mo dun sa ganung bagay sa ganung sitwasyon daw sa ganyan sitwasyon parang hindi yata Christ like yan alam mo masakit eh kayo ba nakaranas na ba kayo ng ganung klasing rebuke di ba without that kind of relationship sa buhay mo without real friends who can confront you Uh, uh, sa, sa, sa pride mo o sa arrogance mo o yung parang you're going beyond the boundaries ikang nga na binibigay sa'yo ng Panginoon. Uh, these are the kinds of things na kailangan ng isang leader. Kailangan niya ng life-giving relationships. So wag lang tayo magturo sa ibang tao na, oy sumali kayo sa small group. Tayo rin dapat. You know, uh, bahagi tayo ng ganong klaseng mga relationship kung saan we can be honest and transparent. Amen po ba? Okay. All right, so I I assume na nag-amen kayo, baka naka-mute lang kayo. So let's talk about the second one. Now, of course, this is obvious, ano? mag-proclaim ng gospel. Now, the Bible says in 2 Timothy 4, verse 1 to 5, In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and in view of, the, of His appearing and His kingdom, I give you this charge, sabi niya, preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. Now, yung word na preach, of course, let me clarify. You know, kasi sa, sa panahon ni Paul, nung panahon na yun, pag sinabing preach, hindi yung idea natin na tatayo ko sa pulpit o tapos magpipreach ka. It's really all about helping people to understand the good news, the gospel. You know, It comes from the, the word na evangelizo. No? Na ang ibig sabihin nito, yung, i-proclaim yung, yung kingdom of God and the, and the purpose of God sa mga tao to help them. Kaya nga merong correct, rebuke, and encourage. It's really helping people to understand the kingdom of God. And sabi ni Paul, for the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Uh, instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them uh, a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. So sa mundo ng social media, alam naman natin na na-democratize na ngayon ang communication. Noong araw, para magkaroon ka ng kahit anong information, usually you have to rely uh, from a source, like a newspaper o ganyan-ganyan. Ano? Hindi kahit sinong tao o Ponce Pilato ang pwede magbigay ng information. Well, ngayon, hindi na ganun ang mundo natin. Because of the internet, you know, 
you know, kaibigan na natin si Google, you just Google something na lahat na lalabas na. But that's a blessing, but also that's a problem. Kasi ano na eh, nag, naglilipa na ng kung mga klaseng wrong ideas and wrong philosophy. And of course, minsan pag hindi tayo masyadong uh, maalam sa katotohanan, hindi natin na-filter yan. You know? So tayo po na nakakaunawa ng salita ng Panginoon bilang mga leaders, let us make sure na hindi nakakrowd out ng iba't ibang mga bagay yung, yung responsibility natin na ipahayag ang kalooban ng Diyos. And uh, lalo na ngayon na uh, medyo may pandemic nga, di ba? Wala mga physical gatherings. Natutuwa ako sa cornerstone na hindi ano, hindi nalilimitahan na oh, wala tayong physical gathering. Hindi. Meron tayong internet. So let us proclaim uh, the gospel. Let us make sure na people can understand. Now of course, I don't mean to say na you know, para tayong mga parot na salita lang ng salita. What we need really is more dialogue, talking to people and helping people, uh, uh, yung, yung answering yung kanilang mga inquiries or questions. We need the, the kind of communication that is more interactive, lalo na sa panahon ngayon, and especially sa mga kabataan. You know? uh, I asked one friend of mine, sabi ko, ito bang pandemic ito? Naka, na, meron ba nagbago sa style ng communication mo? Unfortunately, maraming mga tao, katulad ito kaibigan ko na tinatanong ko, parang nilipat lang nila kung ano yung ginagawa nila every Sunday, yung tatayo sila sa pulpit, sa salita sila, nilipat lang nila sa online. Sa online, ganun pa rin. Nagsasalita pa rin sila. And so, wala, you know, minsan di nila alam kung pinatay na yung camera o di na nanonood yung mga tao. But the thing is, you know, they, they forget na ang number one responsibility natin is really to communicate the truth. And to communicate the truth can come in different forms. You know, uh, just like the Lord made use of all kinds of media no, during uh, you know, biblical times, you know, in the same way right now, dapat matuto tayo how to communicate uh, in today's generation in such a way na hindi one-sided, you know, that we are able to persuade them concerning the truth of the gospel. Now, pangatlo, or rather ito pa lang sa sinabi rito, no? uh, yung pangatlo, okay, produce faithful disciples and leaders. Now, sa buhay ng isang leader, he can be so busy with a lot of things na hindi na siya nagmumultiply. He's no longer passing on ika nga sa, sa iba. No? Parang nangyayari, parang he wants to be the, the, the center of everything. So to the point na hindi na nai-empower ibang mga tao to multiply. That, that's why, uh, you know, di naman sa tinataas ko si PH. But isa sa mga bagay na talagang gusto kong matutunan ay eh yung yung skill ni PH talaga to empower and multiply leaders. You know, PH, paki-anoint mo nga ako. Medyo, you know, you know Bless. <laughs> Just kidding. Si, si PH, yeah, siya yung ano ko dyan eh, parang hinahanga ako the way she develops and releases leaders. You know, uh, na, napakagandang ehemplo yan. You know? Sabi sa 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 and 2, ba? You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus and the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses and trust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. Which means na hindi dapat ang focus natin ay sa crowds. You know, right now, um, sa, uh, ang maraming mga pastor ngayon medyo na di-disorient. Kasi noon, and, uh, siyempre pag pastor ka, loves naman natin yung crowd. Eh. Di ba? Uh, pag itatayo ka sa congregation, maraming tao nakikinig sa iyo, parang nag-energize yan, parang feeling mo, di ba? Parang 
buhay na buhay ka kasi may mga nakikinig sa eh, ngayon hindi na ganoon Marami mga pastor ngayon medyo nag-i-struggle sila kasi pag nagsalita sila hindi nila alam kung meron silang kausap <laughs> either cellphone lang nila yung nasarapan nila or ano. So marami sa kanila parang na-discourage. But actually it's because na sanay tayo na nakita natin ang highest value is maraming tao when in fact when you look at the scriptures ang pinakamahalaga is selecting a few and then imparting the life that you have you know the life in Christ that you have showing them by your example and modeling to them what it means to be a servant leader you know yung close contact na ngayon just a few people no kaya ngayon ang tabinibilang natin not so much yung ilan ba yung nagclick o ano but ilan ba yung mga tao na napupunta sa mga discipling relationships na napupunta doon sa mga small or intimate na na pagtitipon ko saan there's life unto life na nangyayari no so as a leader ang dapat iniisip ko is am i imparting my life you know to a few people uh, hindi yung salita lang ako ng salita sa maraming tao am i able to ikanga as iron sharpens iron am i able to to pa, pa, to pass on you know the the kind of life that the lord has taught me so that the others and others naman the, the next generation can also learn the things that i have learned So napakahalaga for leaders to have apprentices, no, magkaroon ng mentees. Hindi yung puro busy-busy lang sa ministry pero wala tayong ikangaganong klasing, you know, closer relationships kung saan pinapasa natin yung, yung the word of God. Now, panguli is to provide spiritual direction. Now, ito medyo hindi na masyadong uh, familiar ng marami mga pastor. Uh, uh, of course, ginagawa ng mga pastor yung visitation, yung caring. Pero spiritual direction is different. no Sabi ni, ni Paul kay Timothy sa 1 Timothy 4.6-8, If you point these things out to the brothers and sisters, you will be a good minister of Christ Jesus, nourished on the truths of the faith and of the good teaching that you have followed. And then sabi niya ganito, have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives tales, rather train yourself to be godly, for physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life uh, and the life to come. In other words, sinasabi ni Paul kay Timothy, Timothy, learn to train yourself sa godliness and learn to teach others about that. Learn to uh, ikang Tulungan mo ang mga tao, not just parang i-receive lang nila si Christ and then hintayin na lang nila mamatay sila pupunta sa heaven. Teach them how to live. Teach them how to practice the Christian life nila on, on a, a very practical way sa buhay nila. So to provide spiritual direction is to help people to always reorient yung buhay nila uh, in terms of the gospel. And, and, and really to see na yung kanilang araw-araw na buhay at kung saan man sila uh, parang nilagay ng Panginoon, na naiha-apply nila yung katotohanan ng gospel doon. Hindi lang yung mag-care tayo, pag-pray natin yung mga may sakit, but to teach them to live godly lives. Kasi ang kailangan ngayon sa body of Christ are people who are resilient in the faith, no? Isa nga sa nakakalungkot dahil sa pandemic, no? uh, maraming mga kristyano nung nawala na yung physical gathering, na disorient na rin. You know? Hindi na rin sila lumalakad sa Panginoon ngayon. And merong ginawang study, uh, kailan lang ang Barna Group sa US, unfortunately walang study yata sa ibang lugar, sila lang ang merong ganun. Pero nagmawa sila ng study, na-discover nila 
na higit sa majority, more than 50% ng mga millennials and young adults are disengaged sa ngayon, sa church right now during the pandemic. No? In other words, karamihan sa mga uh, kabataan are not participating doon sa mga online gatherings. Ewan ko sa corners to, ko totoo ito. Pero, you know, I've seen that in my own ministry. Alam nyo, ito nakakatuway, karamihan sa nag-level up during the pandemic, yung mga matatanda, sila yung mga nag-figure, paano ba nag-Facebook, no? Paano ba ginagawa ito? ito sila yung mga, kung ano yung mga napipindot minsan, yung mga nakikinig sa mga online ko, nakikita ko yung emojis nila, yung galit. Alam nyo, di ba may angry na, emo- na emoticon? Yun ang napipindot ng matatanda kasi hindi sila marunong pumindot ng like. Ang napipindot nila yung angry. Okay. <laughs> Tapos sasabihin sa akin ng mga matanda, pasensya ka na pastor, malabo yung mata ko, hindi ko makita. So in other words, karamihan sa nagle-level up sa pandemic, mga matatanda. Ngayon yung mga kabataan na tawag dito, uh, sila yung marunong sa internet, hindi mo sila makakita doon sa mga online gatherings, mga Zoom gatherings. And that is a, a big question, you know. And I think the answer is because hindi sila na-train or na-develop to live godly lives, you know. Somehow, naging orientation nila about the Christian life is puro experience, puro event, puro concert, puro masaya, okay. But not really living their lives as followers of Christ. Yun lang ang aking theory. I may be wrong. Pero sa tingin ko, one of the things na parang revealing right now is that the pandemic has accelerated and revealed kung ano talaga yung nangyayari sa puso ng maraming mananampalataya. So, provide spiritual direction means coming along to people and reorienting them toward godliness. Teaching them how to live their lives. Hindi lang yung parang praying for them kasi may sakit sila or helping them kasi may problema sila but really forming them developing yung kanilang life so that they may become fruitful and uh, they can live godly lives and productive lives so once more you know ito yung five priorities okay uh, number one is to practice personal soul care okay at uh, pangalawa is to pursue life-giving relationships Uh, pangatlo is proclaim the gospel. Pangapat is produce faithful disciples and leaders. And then panglima is to provide spiritual direction. Sa pagtitrain ko ng mga leaders sa church namin, ito rin yung five goals ko. Ito rin yung sinasabi ko sa mga leaders. I want you to train in these five areas. I mean, I want to train you in these five areas. I want you to be able to do these five things sa buhay mo. And if I can teach you that, feeling ko pwede na ako pumunta sa langit. Because these are the five things na essential sa buhay mo as a leader. There are many things na maaari mong gawin, but these five things dapat huwag mong pababayaan. Because these are the, ika nga, uh, the, the cornerstone, no? Gamitin ko ulit yung salitang cornerstone ng buhay ng isang leader, no? And so, what does it mean? It means na yung sa lifestyle mo, uh, alam naman natin na, you know, yung buhay natin, we can easily pour out so much of our energy sa isang bagay, uh, you know, uh, until such time na wala na tayong energy sa ibang bagay. Kasi yun naman talaga ang totoo sa energy natin. Eh. It's a zero-sum game. Pag naglaba ka ng buong araw, halimbawa, at nagsampay, you know, alam mo na mangyayari niyan. Diba? Antokin ka na niyan sa hapon. Diba? Pag ikaw ay nag-binge sa gabi ng Netflix, alam mo na yan, mahihirap kang gumising kinabukasan. Because we are not supermen, di ba? Well, we are not super women. So therefore, kailangan yung lifestyle natin should be disciplined, you know, and we must practice self-control. And we must also discern, 
kailangan mag-discern tayo. Uh, one time, there was a person who contacted me via messenger. Sabi niya, Pastor, meron akong ministry para sa iyo. Sabi ko, ano namang ministry yan? And he gave me a long list. Sabi niya, ito yung mga Bible study na pwede mong i-lead ito. Na, you know, nutinig na ko yung listahan. Monday to Sunday, mga kapatid. Talo ko pa yung ano. Talo ko. Monday to Sunday, talaga pinuno niya yung schedule. Morning, afternoon, evening. So nung sinabi niya sa akin, sabi ko, uh, Brad, sabi ko ganun, thank you ha, salamat dun sa mga ino-offer mo sa akin na mga ministry opportunities. Na-appreciate ko yan. Kaya alam, pag tinanggap ko yan, baka hiwalayan na ako ng asawa ko, itakwil na ako ng mga anak ko, at hindi na ako makapakinig sa Panginoon. So sabi ko, I'm very sorry. Good as they might be, they are not the best for me, sabi ko sa kanya. You know, uh, bigay mo na lang sa iba yun. Sabi niya, Pastor, sayang ito mga opportunities na to. Sabi ko, yes, I'm sure mayroong ibang mga pastor uh, who would be able to uh, eh, ano, receive that kind of opportunity, pero not me. Hindi dahil masama yun, but rather because I only have a limited energy and a limited time. Gusto ko magkaroon ng quality time with my wife, with my two sons. Gusto ko na I want, be, I want to be able to practice silence and solitude. No? Gusto ko na kapag prepare ako, pag nag-preach ako ng gospel, hindi yung sardinas lang yung inuhugot ko. <laughs> I want to be able to have my own input in the Word of God. Hindi yung parang, you know, parang sinasabi ko lang kung alam ko nang matagal na. But I want to have fresh you know, revelation from the Lord. So to do that, I need to discern. There are certain things that I have to say no to, no? So at ganun din ah, I need to develop yung spirit-led habits, no? Yung making sure that uh, that I spend a quality time pag pag Monday uh, in silence and solitude that I do not accept any ministry during that day, no? That I do not work. You know, alam nyo, napakahirap. Ilan sa inyo, uh, yung pag medyo matahimik ka, gumagalaw yung tuhod mo. Anybody here, yung parang nagsishake yung tuhod mo pag walang nangyayari, no? Ako lang ba yun? Talaga, lahat kayo babait nyo, no? Uh, ako kasi, parang ano eh, uh, minsan, pag medyo walang nangyayari, pag yung tuhod ko gumaganon, eh, no? Uh, alam mo yun, ibig sabihin nun, naiinip. <laughs> And I need to develop a lifestyle of just relaxing in the Lord and, and just enjoying His presence. Not trying to work out yung ano. Uh, even, minsan yung Sabbath, minsan nagiging, pra, ano pa, parang nagiging project. You know, parang ano bang kailangan gawin sa Sabbath? You know, you know Sabbath it means you're not doing anything. Okay? Sometimes the best thing na magagawa ako sa Sabbath uh, you know, is just to sleep all day. You know? Kasi that's what the Lord wants me to do, to just sleep you know, and rest. So in other words, I need to be spirit-led sa lifestyle ko. And looking at those five priorities, I cannot do so many things in life. But I need to choose. I need to choose that which is truly part of God's purpose for me. And there are many things na maganda, pero I, can, I don't have time for those. You know? There are many things that pwede kong gawin, but the Lord doesn't want me to do those things. Okay? Let others do them. I don't want to be able to I don't want to say sa sarili ko at the end of my life na, Lord, I accomplished, you know, 10 million things. 10 million things, okay? And the Lord will tell me, well, hindi ko naman pinagagawa sa iyo yung 10 million things. Just a few things na kailangan na ikaw yung gagawa. So, very important po na ating uh, tatandaan na effective spirit-led leaders are both active. Yes, active sila, pero they are contemplative. Hindi sila sige ng sige, sugod ng sugod, you know? hindi sila yes ng yes sa lahat ng bagay. 
So let me apply this right now. I believe na application ito is to choose your lifestyle with discernment and practice spirit-led habits. Kinakailangan that we must live our lives, not yung parang harid ka na feeling mo na like kami na may miss out, but learn to be content, you know. If there are things that God wants you to do, then do them, you know, with excellence. And then, you know, learn to say no na to other things. You don't have to be involved in everything, but you have to do those things na pinagagawa sa inyo ng Panginoon. Let there be priorities po sa buhay natin. And I believe na if we are led by the Spirit, then we will become more effective, more fruitful, at mas lalong magmamanifest sa buhay natin. The anointing and the power of God. Rather than yung nagmamadali tayo at parang hindi na tayo makatulog hanggang nagkasakit na tayo at namatay na tayo ng maaga. Okay? What we need to do is to, ika nga, uh, to have a, uh, a long obedience in the right direction sa buhay natin. Each and every day. So let me pray for all of you. It's for all of us. Okay? Kasi uh, I'm sure hindi lang naman ako ang may ganitong challenge. No? Lahat naman po tayo. To really live our lives Uh, as being led by the Spirit each and every day. So, let me pray. Lord God, salamat po, Panginoon, for tonight. And uh, lahat po kami, we need to be uh, reminded na tinawag mo kami. Uh, hindi para, uh, Lord God, mag-burn mag out, but really to live our lives as your instruments, Panginoon. At uh, tuparin yung purpose mo and the good works that you have prepared for us uh, in advance uh, to do. So Lord, tulungan mo po kami to be discerning, to live our lives contemplatively. Yung nakikinig kami sa iyo, Lord, and we are listening and being led by you each and every day. Huwag niyo kami hayaan, Lord God, na, na pupul kami ng need namin to be important, need namin to be significant, need namin na magkaroon ng accomplishment. Help us to be content in your presence and to love you and to serve you with a devoted heart. Salamat po, Panginoon. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Wow, thank you, Pastor Bong. You know, habang nagsasalita po kayo, eh, nag-contemplate din ako you know, sa mga activities ko, yung mga priorities ko, and with the responsibilities that I have, you know, the church plans, Uh, global. And nakita ko yung tatlong priorities ko rin. I appreciate that yung personal soul care. Uh, mm-hmm. Yan ay number one. Pero gusto ko rin pasalamatan yung mga leaders no, who release me to rest and mm-hmm. naintindihan nila na, you know, this year alone we have like five weddings. Wow. Five weddings. Mga sinamantala nila yung pagpapakasal dahil COVID. No? Dahil walang masyadong bisita. Makakamura talaga <laughs> At tuwang-tuwa naman ako ron. At alam nilang lahat na hindi ako pwedeng nasa bawat kasalan. Alam nila at inuunawa nilang hindi ako dapat laging nasa mga house blessing, nasa mga kung ano-ano mang mga lakad nila. But I really appreciate yung time na release nila ako to rest, to hear from God, to take the lead in raising a prayer intercessors, maturuan ng tao sa pananalangin, and to focus on training and equipping para sila mismo ang gagawa ng ministry as they as they get empowered. Kaya mm-hmm. nagpapaligaw din ako Pastor Bong, you know, may araw ako ng ligaw, may araw ako ng shopping, <laughs> madalas 'yon. Na-realize ko pagka-rested ang mind, 
rested, yung hindi ka harried. Na, na-appreciate ko yung word na hindi ka harried. Mas nakakarinig ka kay Lord eh. Yung the fact na wala tayong playing hero, na hindi tayo ang hero, hindi tayong messiah. Kung hindi yeah. magkakaroon tayo ng sayad. Gusto, gusto ko yan. I-post nyo sa Facebook yan. Hindi tayo messiah. Dahil kung hindi, magiging messiah <laughs> ang ating mga utak. But, you know... Pansin natin, PH, pag ano, nakikinig ka ng isang nagpipreach na nadidesire mo, di ba? Na parang empty, yung parang... Oo, na, alam ko uh, yan, pasta sinasabi. Sinasabi lang niya yung ano, yung alam niyang matagal na. Oo, know, but, parang narinig ko yung yeah. sabi, galing ako sa ganto, na ganto kami, oh, parang gusto mong oh. patigilin na lang eh. Oh, so, <laughs> kasi actually, it's not in the doing, but it's in the being of what God really wants us to become. At yun ang mahalaga sa lahat. Hindi tayo driven by activities and ang identity natin ay hindi doon sa mga ginagawa. Kung hindi nagkakaalaman yung ating mga tunay na ugali sa panahon ng crisis, yung Christ-likeness, yun ang mas mahalaga. And yun din ang lagi ko ina-emphasize sa mga leaders namin dito sa church. Pakinggan nyo ito ha. Nakatingin ako rito kaya hindi sa camera. Mga mukha nyo tinitingnan ko rito. But I, I'm sure that we have gained a lot sa the past three weeks ng sessions with Pastor Bong. Salamat po. Salamat. Salamat Pastor Bong. And we bless you. We pray that you will flourish and thrive sa iyong ministry. Ganon din ang inyong pamilya. That you will always be well and covered. And you know that you will not lack in anything. Amen. Palakpakan na si Pastor Bong. Wow, praise the Lord. Amen. So salamat sa inyong lahat. Alam kong pagod ang iba sa inyo. And we uh, you know, pray that you'll have a good rest tonight. Palakasin kayo ng Diyos. Pagalingin kayo ng Diyos sa inyong mga karamdaman. Gumising kayo bukas na fresh the fresh. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Good night. Amen.